0: If you are interested in starting your own podcast, we use Buzzsprout because it is simple and easy to use. Buzzsprout can get your show listed on Every major platform while giving you the resources for a great podcast website, audio players that can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and that is why over 100,000 podcasters are already subscribed to Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in our episode descriptions, let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. So in return, you will receive a $20 Amazon gift card from Buzzsprout while signing up for a paid plan. Most importantly, every subscription through our link is always appreciated and helps support our show so we can continue delivering the quality content that you guys listen to. That being said, back to the show.
1: Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junkies. I'm Andrew. This is Joe. And this week we're coming at you with a couple different lists here. We've got our top five sidekicks in comics. We're gonna go through each of our lists, you know, our least favorite up through one. Uh, we'll take turns going through that. And then we're gonna probably go ahead and just rank our top five robins. You know, if we're on the topic of sidekicks here, let's go with you know one of the best. And there's plenty of robins. So we're gonna shake it out and see who's the cream of the crop for a Batman sidekick. So, Joe, I'm gonna let you start off. So like I said, we'll start at five. We'll go with our not our least favorite, but you know, our fifth choice for sidekicks here. Who are you starting us off with?
0: I want to start us to one of my favorite parts in comics for DC. And that's um, all the Green Arrow stuff with uh, Roy Harper and Speedy. So he's been around for a very long time. Speedy is Green Arrow sidekick. Although he's not as iconic as Robin, we did get to see him battle heroin addiction, which made for a huge, Wave in comics at the time, and uh, no slight to him, he's definitely Green Arrow's version of Robin, and I would just love to see him paired with Green Arrow more often in comics than he is nowadays because of just how iconic the two were together. So I would like to see more Roy Harper and Speedy, yeah, in comics, and uh he's basically. I think he came out the same time Green Arrow did, so uh he's kind of been with it mm-hmm. through
1: thick and thin with them.
0: Yeah, that that's my number five.
1: I think they came out in the same issue of uh, more fun comics actually but I mean yeah he doesn't really get his due they don't seem to really know what to do with him anymore seems like he's either dead or he's like kind of tossed in with like the Red Hood, like doing the outlaw thing. But he's never really with the Titans or really ever having a good time anymore. And I feel like there's a lot of potential there. I mean, the Green Arrow gang in general is just underutilized. Uh, but that's a good pick. I wasn't actually expecting that for your number five. I guess it makes sense looking back at it. You're right. And there's so many new characters coming to DC
0: post rebirth. And it's just like this would be something that like uh, he could be a mentor for a lot of these young guys. And I feel like he is is being undervalued or um, not used enough in comics, to your point. But what's your number five?
1: Okay, so this is a little less traditional. And I mean, I think all five of my sidekicks rule. So we're going to go someone that's near and dear to you. Man's best friend, Crypto. So he is a sidekick, bro. He isn't the main man here. And he's man best friend. So obviously he's a sidekick, just like you and Bob, me and Barry. He also is clutch as hell. I mean, he came out back in the 50s uh, Adventure Comics 210, Crypto the Superdog. And, you know, he's been loyal to Superman. And when we even read Superman, whatever happened to the man of tomorrow, man's is clutch. He almost brought a tear to my eye seeing him, you know, mangle that kryptonite riddled villain and just, you know, save his owner, dude. So, I mean, who's more loyal than Crypto? Who's this cool, dude? I mean, it's a dog with a cape.
0: I was going to save him for an honorable mention, but you are absolutely right. Crypto always pulls at my heartstrings. I don't know if it's just because I'm a dog guy, but having him hang out on the farm with you and also fighting the good fight with you, there's just nothing cooler than that. And he's kind of got his own secret identity as like a regular dog. What I actually didn't know, I was doing some research on these sidekicks and apparently uh, Superman's dad in comics, his biological dad on Krypton, used Crypto as like a a way to test the rocket that he would send Superman to Earth with. And no so shit. yeah, eventually later on he uh found Clark on Earth, but it's an alien dog and uh he was used as like a like a space. Cadet.
1: Like the Russian shipping monkeys up there back in the Just day, like in the space that, race. But,
0: but he's tough as nails, so he survived that shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's built for it. But, <laughs> but cool. that's a really good pick burger. What's your number
1: four? Oh, cool. I'll take the back to back. It's like a snake draft here. Number four. I'm gonna be real with you. He's the only Marvel one on my list. It's Bucky. You know what I'm saying? Like, not as many people have read as much Bucky as we know Bucky, I guess. Because, I mean, you got to remember for the longest time, this character was on ice or dead until they brought him back as the Winter Soldier. I mean, the most prolific part of his, you know, sidekick days were in the Golden Age. Uh, I mean, these were, we're talking timely comics like pre-Marvel. So, you know, when it comes down to it, I haven't, you know, read the most Bucky. I mean, he was around a little bit in the Silver Age kind of like some retellings and stuff like that. But I mean, he's running with the captain. And, uh, you know, when we just read Winter Soldier, all the flashbacks of how capable Bucky actually was. He was hardcore, dude. He, he was running around looking like a boy, but he was like a grown ass man sneaking up behind Nazis, snapping necks doing his thing. He's kind of like a Robin for, you know, America. So I got to put some respect on Bucky's name.
0: Bucky was my number two. And so I'll just skip over two when I get that far. But you're right. He's Marvel's Robin. He's also an orphan turned sidekick. And he kicked Nazi ass on a regular basis. So that's pretty metal. And uh, to your point, if you did listen to our Cat in America review uh, with Brew Brubaker, um, uh. you would know how we feel about Bucky. And that he's a G pretty high on my list. Like I said, number two, I think the only thing stopping him from being even like above that is just his, you know, transformation into becoming the winter soldier, even though that was one hell of a story. on its Yeah. But- and
1: the, just the longevity of him actually being Bucky um, is kind of what dinged him down to four for me is just that, you know, he was only really like the Bucky that you know of for like a relatively short time, even compared to him being the winter soldier at this point. But well- he Bulls, so he still made the list.
0: Absolutely has to make the list. What's your um, four? My four is uh Damian Wayne is Robin. Nice. So he's the son of Batman and Talia Al Ghul also currently holds the mantle of Robin and is innately has the most potential of all the Robins prior to him. So he's definitely my favorite Robin of all time. And I'll get a little more into it, too, when we do our list of Robins. But I I love what they're doing with the character in the current comic market. And so uh, I got a lot of respect for Damien. And so that's why uh, he made my top five list and uh, beat out Roy for the four spot.
1: That's a really good pick, too. I mean, I love Damien. I mean, like you said, the current book that's out right now is excellent. I think we're what, like almost a dozen issues in and none of them have been lacking. Um, And I know this is a contentious pick for some people. I know it's not to you and I. We love Damien, but a lot of people don't like him because when he was first introduced, you know, he's kind of snotty. He's a brat. He's kind of unlikable. And some people actually like don't like him for that reason. But I think it's kind of more endearing how unlikable he is. But he still is kind of dedicated to being Robin. I like how much he respects his father even though they don't see eye to eye I like how he, his dynamic even with Dick and the other Robins like uh, you know Damien's just like a what he at for most of his life he's a 12 year old because you know how comic ages are but he's been like like a badass 12 year old the whole time and he's honestly one of the deadliest hand-to-hand combatants that you could think of at least in you know the modern comicscape so I like that pick
0: yeah he would be uncool if he was cocky and wasn't as strong as he is but the fact is is he can back up at every- Everything he's talking about and they've kind of started aging a lot of these younger characters and um, I just not only do I like the way that they've aged him but also like he's developing like a lot of friendships his own enemies and it's kind of creating its own new generation in comics and uh, I just I really like what they're doing there with that character but I guess I'll go back to back now too. Wally West is going to be my number three for Kid Flash. So let me uh, somebody on your list. Let me stop
1: you because he's also my number three. So we could just tag team this one. We finally we met in the middle on one. Okay, that's good. I mean, this is a justified pick, Joe. I mean, Flash 110. That's when Homeboy was introduced and he's been a mainstay ever since. I mean, he even became the Flash. So I love it. And I also like too. I'm um, sorry to kind of cut you off, even though this is your three as well. But I also like too that when he was introduced, when he got his powers, he has the exact same powers as his mentor. Granted, he's honestly a little bit faster, but he also had the exact same costume. So it was cool. It's kind of like uh, Dr. Evil and a mini me type thing, just kind of running around, taking care of like some goofy villains in uh, Central City. But I mean, just the progression of Wally West from, you know, kind of like a milk toast sidekick into his own thing. He rules. He even got his own costume. Uh, I think that was in the 130s of Flash uh, as a cool cover. But you know, the iconic yellow, half yellow, half red. It's just you know, he held up great. Yeah, uh, he's one of my favorite characters. Uh what do you got to say on him? Uh, When Barry
0: Allen died at the end of Crisis, which is kind of like the most iconic Flash, Wally West took over the mantle as Flash and did so for such a long time, longer than more people really realize. So if you like the Flash, you might not even realize like that could be your Flash. And for those that watch the animated Justice League TV show, we've said it before, but um, that was kind of the Flash that we grew up with. And I would even argue to your point that he is the better Flash in the fact that he I think it's a consensus that he's not only the fastest, uh, but I also think he's the most charismatic. So Berger and I have been actually rewatching a lot of that Justice League animated series lately. So if I see his first appearance at Con coming up, I I think I would probably get it.
1: You got to, you got to lock it down. It's slept on for whatever reason.
0: It definitely is. Been around since the Silver Age. Not only did he take over the mantle, but I think he even did it better. So very high on my list of sidekicks. But um, I already told you what my number two is so what's your
1: number two so i mean tell me if you didn't see this coming captain marvel jr What else is there to say? If you're a longtime listener, you all know the original Captain Marvel, the current day Shazam is my boy. So who better than his young sidekick who even influenced Elvis? I mean, obviously, you know, great minds think like Elvis and I. We love Captain Marvel Jr. He's literally also a mini me of the original Captain Marvel Shazam. You know, he's got the iconic Uh, you know, blue suit. He's as powerful as they come. Honestly, I mean, him and Mary, I can I mean, they're going to get whooped by Superman, but they're only a peg or two below like that type of strength. So, I mean, he's super powered to the gills. They have a cool uh, rogues gallery, you know, the Monster Society. I mean, in his first like issues and origins, he's fighting Captain Nazi because Captain Nazi tossed up. What was it? His grandpa fucking chucked him in a ocean and he died. And, you know, that's also what I believe Paralyzed Freddy. So I thought it was cool too that I guess if you think about that retroactively too, he was one of the first kind of disabled superheroes. But you know, when he says, uh, you know, Captain Marvel, here he goes. So I thought that that was really cool. And you know, he's near and dear to my heart, too. So, I mean, I don't really really know what else to say on him. I mean, he's the only Fawcett character on my list. I mean, Mary Marvel's also up there, but I mean, Captain Marvel Jr. is like the original Shazam sidekick. So, yeah.
0: I almost put Mary Marvel on my list.
1: Did you? Um, I almost did. Yeah,
0: but she's almost like her own superhero, kind of like I would say Supergirl. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, she didn't really like fall too hard under the sidekick category, but she could pass. But that was actually a good one, too. I didn't really even think of Captain Marvel Jr., but that would have been obvious. For sure. Who's well, your number? Do you think one? we both have the same number one? Nope. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go. Dick Grayson is Robin.
1: Okay, yeah, that yes we do. Okay. yeah the <laughs> yeah, boy I mean, Wonder. He's an OG
0: the first ever robin the the leader of the teen titans he kicked ass at being a sidekick so much that he developed his own identity as nightwing could fill in for batman at any time if needed and also helped mentor damien and thus continuing the robin legacy so he's very reliable he's the prototype of what to look for in a superhero sidekick and i don't think there's a more iconic duo than batman and robin uh, the costume is also super iconic, and thought it was cool that he like Batman as an orphan. So, um, it's just, uh, there's nothing more classic. It's like a Coca Cola,
1: yeah, or the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I'm just messing, dude. But no, I mean, there's really not much more I can say to what you've already said. I mean, he literally has had the full character arc of, you know, kind of he's done it all. I mean, he was one of the first to be a sidekick and he was one of the first to actually ditch his mantle and grow into something on his own. So, I mean, a lot of respect for him. I mean, he went full circle, he even came Batman and then went back to be a Nightwing. I mean, it's really hard to just be kind of like the cream of the crop here. I mean, when you're like the original for basically this whole category, it's hard for someone to top you, especially when they've executed pretty much his whole history like excellently.
0: Yeah, they've never really missed a step in his development as a character. Definitely number 1. I think that's a the consensus. Um, It's an easy choice. I do have some honorable mentions, though. You did already shout out Crypto, but I got two more for you. So I don't know if it really counts, but shout out Alfred for being my favorite (laughs) stay-at-home sidekick. (laughs) 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 And uh, lastly, I'm not sure if this counts either because it's a little more indie, but I remember uh, going to my uncle's house as a kid, uh, hanging out with my cousin, and he was a big fan of the Tick. I always Hmm. played the Tick video game when I was over there. And so I know a little bit about Arthur, not too much, just that he's uh, got like a crypto level of uh, loyalty to him. Uh, so he's kind of a cool sidekick too for what it's worth.
1: Word. I guess I got a couple. I just thought of one as you were speaking. So to a lesser extent, Rick Jones. Homeboy's been all over the Marvel Universe. I mean, notably, he's with the Hulk. It's hard to be a sidekick to the Hulk, but I mean, he's had staying power in his own right. So I mean, he deserves a shout out at least. And then now that I think about it, you said Alfred. How about Deathstroke's Alfred Wintergreen? How so. can I
0: forget about Wintergreen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he's a- <laughs> <laughs> a deep cut if you're not already a Deathstroke guy, but he's more or less, you know, his Alfred Wintergreen rules. I mean, I've read a lot of the 90s solo series, so I respect the hell out of Wintergreen. He's always kind of got Slade's back the same way Alfred does. And he's kind of got the same level of uh snark, I would say, like almost like sass. Like if somebody's like makes a quick comment, he's just like, you know, he's ready to kind of give like a quick roast, but like something they'll like dwell on. So uh Wintergreen's the man as well deep cut there for you guys <laughs> and
0: we talk in depth about them in our teen titans review so that's a long time back in our catalog
1: but Damn. it's such an iconic story that just go revisit it Judas contract rules yeah so. cool that being said we've already kind of talked about a couple robins in our rankings how about we go through, even if we've mentioned them, we can go back through them in our list. We don't have to say too much, obviously. Let's go through our top five Robins each. Uh, we'll do it the same style. Go back and forth, starting from five, if you'd like. Once again, you may start us off, Joe. So
0: my number five, my Robin list is Jason Todd. So at this point, I feel he's more known for being Red Hood than he is Robin. And people more or less hated the character up until they felt bad for him when Joker beat him to Death with a crowbar so i do like that he was always good with like hand-to-hand combat but in my opinion never really filled dick grayson's shoes and in fact uh, i've said it before but there was a vote as to what to do with the character in the uh, famous story death in the family and so the readers themselves the actual comic fans voted for him to die and so that's why the joker ended up killing him and then blowing up the building so i still feel like he deserves to be on this list just because of how i- Iconic that story is, and his continued role as Red Hood and all the different things that they can do with like the Lazarus pit. But uh at the end of the day, I feel like he was the least deserving of the mantle, Robin.
1: Cool. So I'm gonna jump in here, and this is gonna put our list out of whack. He's my number three. And now why he's so high, I think it's just because I'm just I guess I'm just more familiar with him. I can make more comments. Uh, on that, I guess once we go kind of flesh out the bottom of my list, but I'm just more familiar with Jason Todd. He's had some of the more iconic stories outside of like uh, Dick and Damian, as we've already mentioned. Like you said, he got whooped to death by a crowbar. You know, he became the Red Hood. I mean, that wasn't really during his time as Robin, but he's just a classic. And there's just such an overabundance of Robins that the importance to me has been saturated. So like, I'll be real with you, three on down. Are are a lot more of a closer race than one and two there's actually a pretty deep drop off after my first two robins so i'm just gonna put him at three and yeah you want me to go with my number five yeah let's hear your number five all right so my number five is carrie kelly I picked Carrie Kelly because she is one of the more popular Robins, I suppose. I mean, they're all popular. Let's be real. But she was a very strong Robin, even though she was mostly only contained to one or two stories. We'll we'll just say one because like the sequel and the like trilogy that they did was like kind of whack. But yeah, I, I think she's pretty deserving of five just for her being iconic and, you know, kind of being there for an older Batman
0: in the Dark Knight. So Carrie Kelly was my number three. So our Jason Todd and Carrie Kelly were swapped. First female Robin in comics. She was created by Frank Miller and my all time favorite Batman story, Batman, the dark Knight returns. So Batman saves her from a group of mutants. And then later on in the story, she saves Batman from a group of mutants. So maybe I'm just biased because I like the story so much, but her development as Robin seemed more organic and like unique to the other Robins and that she was there for Batman and his Later career as opposed to like Batman when he's just getting started or kind of at the peak of his career. So like you said, she was there for older Batman and she feels more like an actual sidekick as opposed to like another superhero helping Batman fight with like her medical knowledge and everything. I really liked her as Robin. I think what's kind of holding her back is that she's basically only been contained to the Dark Knight Returns. And so there hasn't really been anything developmentally uh since then so there's only so much room for the character right now but i thought it was a cool take on the on robin Number four, I'm gonna go Tim Drake. Same. Every Robin has their own unique gift, and most would say Tim is the smartest one. He earned the title as Robin by figuring out Batman's identity on his own, and was an instant plug and play after like the void in which Batman lost Jason Todd to the Joker. So he's a lot more modern and tech savvy, and so he has his own vibe for sure. But I just found him to be the most boring. Like I yeah. feel like he didn't have staying power. I feel like it was just something to do until they figure out like post Jason Todd era. So I know he had his own solo story in comics for a very long time, but he's just not as interesting as the other Robins.
1: One of my old co-workers, um, I know he was like a big fan of this era, like the Kyle Rainers. And, you know, kind of if you were reading during that time, I can see why you're a bigger fan of them than we are. But yeah, I mean, I think that uh, he had kind of more potential. They always stated him to be one of the smarter more deserving Robins to take over the mantle eventually. But I I kind of agree with you. I feel like they kind of are also in a quagmire with this character where they don't really know what to do with him anymore to a degree. I mean, he was Robin. He became Red Robin. Then he's Robin again. And then they thought about making him. They made him like Sparrow or some stupid shit. Like Bendis tried to give him a new code name, which it's ass. But uh, now they're doing some other questionable things with him. And he's also somehow Robin again i don't know what the fuck they're doing with him and you know what he like you said he's kind of relatively boring so you know what they can just keep it and uh i'm not really selling or buying what they're selling you know but yeah tim drake's a firm four for me and then just to recap you have carrie kelly at three I have Jason Todd at three. So to lead off with my two, I'm going to also just go with my one for the sake of time here, since we already mentioned both of them. Number two is Damien. For all the uh, reasons we mentioned prior, I absolutely love Damien Wayne. Like I said, this is a much closer horse race between him and Dick for who's the best Robin. We're talking about who I like the best right now. It's going to be Damien at one. If we're talking all time, I'm going to have to go with Dick. So number one is Dick for me. Number two is Damien. But like I said, that's close because they both rule. After Dick. Damien, I honestly don't really care who's Robin or was Robin. I don't really need it. Just give me the two I do like. That's not to say I don't like Jason Todd, but it's a different story. Uh, how about you, Joe? I actually
0: agree with you. Just give me Dick and Damien and we're good. But Damien was my number two. So because they're so high on my list, I kind of hate to brush over it. But like we mentioned, we did talk about it a little bit earlier. But Damien made my number two. But I do want to say this. He's probably my favorite character. Uh, that's been created in the last 20 years. Um, So again to those that think he's a brat or too cocky, everything I've read has been cool and funny. And um, even though he's the uh, son of uh, Batman and Talia Al Ghul something I didn't know is that he was actually created in an artificial womb. So that's kind of adds to the uh, intensity in which uh, why he was created. Basically he was like a weapon almost like uh, the Winter Soldier but uh, love the direction of the character, but you you can't ever not give the number one title to Dick Grayson. He's the greatest sidekick of all time, but he's also the greatest Robin. Been around since 1940, uh, has that same orphan background, and I think the only difference is that he's like a circus performer uh, or came from a circus family. and He even developed Damien and someone for Batman to count on, so he's very classy, very iconic, and I wish I had more to say about him, but uh, it It's just such an obvious choice.
1: So I think that would conclude our lists. Agree. And so, yeah, that's both of our lists. That's right. You got not just one but two lists from us today. We had a lot of fun doing that. If you like lists, let us know. We're gonna do them regardless. But with that, we'll give you the heads up for next time. So we got this coming out. You're listening to it right now. Next time, you're gonna hear our Comic-Con adventure. So it sounds like our good friend and friend of the podcast, Juan, will be attending the podcast with or attending the podcast. He might be attending a podcast with us, but he will be attending the Comic-Con with us. So you'll be sure. Sure to hear about all of our exploits at the Motor City Comic Con 2022, we'll be hitting it up Saturday. If you guys want to shout us out, say what's up, we'll be wandering around. I might even be wearing my CBJ t shirt, it won't be hard to find me. Joe might as well. But with that, we might even have a special little uh Doctor Strange review. We'll see if that's coming. We'll see how you if you guys deserve it. But if you want to give us any guff, you want to give us any criticism, you want to just make us happy, go find us on social media. Go give us a rate and review. You know, we're not really rate and review guys. We're not going to push it, but it does help analytics and it helps us find more fans just like yourselves. So CBJ pod on Insta, CBJ podcast on Facebook, or just type comic book junkies anywhere. We're not that weird movie that came out. We are the podcast and you love us. That being said, you got any parting words for our grateful fans here, Joe? Super excited for Khan.
0: Thank you guys for listening to our lists and uh, look forward to recording that episode and uh, hopefully uh, hearing from some of you guys. So uh, take care and thanks for listening.
1: Later.